Welcome to the Making Recruitment Simple podcast, where, you've guessed it, we try to make recruitment simple. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural podcast about recruiting on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm Mark, I'm one of the founders of Simple. And I'm Stephanie, I'm the marketing lead of Simple. And we're going to explain you on um, why you should recruit on Facebook and Instagram, what should you pay attention to when preparing, how you set up a campaign, and how you measure, of course, your results of the campaign. Now, obviously, and not wanting to disappoint anybody, there's also a couple of things we're not going to be talking about due to limited time and resources. Um, so if you're hoping to learn more about free and organic recruiting on social media, stop the podcast now right and start looking for another podcast because that's not what we're going to be talking about so this is really about spending money spending advertising dollars or euros to reach the right people then the second thing that we're not going to discuss but we will do in another podcast is um, about data-driven recruitment and the analysis of it and then last time, a uh, last thing that we're not going to discuss today is what is a great working ad. We will do it later in the next podcast. Now, why should you be spending your time on listening to this podcast and listening to us babbling about um, recruitment on Facebook and Instagram? Well, because we've been around the block on this one, so to say, um, because this is what we do with Simple. We analyze about 11 million data points per month, just on based on recruitment campaigns. On average, we have run around about, help me out here, Stephanie, more how many than, campaigns? More than 6,000, I would say. 6,000 campaigns, um, just focused on recruitment on Facebook and advertising. Um, that's a lot of data, and that's a lot of learnings, and that's what, we, what we'll be sharing with you um, in the next uh, podcast. Now, why should you recruit on Facebook? Well, first of all, Facebook has lots of platforms. It's not only Facebook, but it's also Instagram, Messenger and Audience Network. These four platforms you can choose in the Facebook ad account. Yes, and then kind of why should you look at Facebook in general? Um, is because that's the only channel where you can really cost-efficiently reach passive job seekers. A lot of uh, people are actually focused on active job seekers. You can indeed reach those through job boards um, and other kind of job dedicated media but about 80% of employees are actually not actively looking but they are open for potentially looking and listening to another job opportunity. Yes and there you have to pop out with your advertisement. On average a person scrolls about 160 meters a day on Facebook and Instagram so that's where you have to convince them of your job vacancy. Now, before you start a campaign, and we'll go into detail on what that entails, but before you start a campaign, it's really important that you start thinking about who it is you actually want to reach, right? Because there's a massive amount of data available to you in, uh, in Facebook you can choose from, and you might be overwhelmed by that. So what we always advise um, is for people to start thinking about who is your target audience, um, who do you want to reach, and then only start thinking about the possibilities you get given by the Facebook platform to reach them. Like, for instance, and maybe, Steph, you can pick in here, what are the kind of the, um, measures we use to target the right people? 
So the first thing that you have to define is the location that your ads will be shown. For example, if you use if you choose Brussels, then you can then we recommend that you use 20 kilometers around Brussels. The second thing are the interests. Um, Facebook has lots of um, interests, demographics and behaviors that he captures. Um, and it's important to know that it's not only the pages that people like on Facebook itself, but also the websites and all the user behavior of um, visitors of your website. And just to kind of pop in there, um, you heard uh, Stephanie referring to Facebook as a he, right? We're, of course, not gender biased here. <laughs> so sometimes we refer to Facebook as he, sometimes as she or as they or it. We're very flexible in that respect. But maybe, joke aside, to add on to what Steph was saying, apart from location interests, there's one very important point. is all the data you have built up with your past campaigns that's very valuable information to actually help you out with your next campaigns. So even if you're not actively recruiting yet on Facebook today, one of the pointers we're going to give away later is how you can set up your website and your data structure to start capturing data as of now, because the quicker you start recruiting, sorry, the quicker you start collecting data, that's uh, more correct. The quicker you start collecting data, the more data you will have and the more successful your campaigns will be in the future. All right, now if you think you have a good idea of actually your target audience, it's also good to start thinking about who your competition is. And when we talk competition, we are not talking necessarily about your immediate competition as a company, right? Because I'm sure you can make a list of who your competition is on that perspective, but more particularly on who is your competition on Facebook. Um, meaning with that, that same target audience that you defined might be, let's just say, for instance, you're a car leasing agency, right? And you're looking for people to hire. The people you're targeting might be people with interesting cars. Um, now, Volvo or Volkswagen might also be targeting that same audience for other advertising. Try to sell them a car, for instance. So when you think about competition, don't just think about the competition in your industry, but think about who is actually targeting similar people, a similar audience than you are. Now, to help you with that, and also understand what your competition might be doing, it's always good to look at Facebook Ads Library. Um, you can just Google that, Facebook Ads Library, ADS, and then Library. And Facebook will show you then a tool where you can actually give in the names of your competition and you can actually see the advertising they have on air at this moment. Um, it's as simple as that, no, Steph? Yeah, definitely. It, it can, you can find some inspiration over there, how you can build up um, your advertisements, um, what your audience will see. Now, yeah, and maybe sorry. just to, um, that's only what Facebook will, should be showing is the ads which are live at this moment. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to regularly check what's happening with your competition because you will not be able to see what was shown a month ago. It was only, it's only showing what is on there right now. But maybe let's talk about what your creative 
should look like and who better to do that than Steph, our marketing lead. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> so um, like we already said, we've done over 6,000 recruitment campaigns. So we have some learnings which we want to share um, with you guys. Um, first of all, use authentic pictures. Um, you can find a lot of stock images on the internet, but we really recommend to take pictures of your team, of the people that are working in your company, of maybe a team building, an after work, a team event. Um, you can just take them with your iPhone, with your smartphone. Um, you don't have to hire a really professional photographer. Just take pictures with your phone and you're ready to set um, your advertisement online. Second thing is use uniform communication. What we mean by that is that if you um, use your logo, then use the same colors, use the same branding colors for the function type, which you will um, have to point out on your advertisement as well on the picture itself. Um, and then also, if you use those branding colors on your vacancy as well, then um, Facebook will also see that, okay, there is a uniform communication between the advertisement and the vacancy itself. Now, there's a couple of Facebook best practices online also. You just Google for that um, and they will give you some pointers also. But I think we've kind of captured the most important ones, at least what we've learned uh, is best. Now, it's very, very, very important to not trust your judgment on this one. And that might sound counterintuitive, so I'm just going to repeat that once more. Do not trust your judgment. Because a picture you think might be working well um, is actually exactly the wrong picture for your target audience. Now, what would be a good way of testing and finding out what the right picture is? So one word, what we do is A-B testing. A-B testing, what is it? It's actually a test that you run on Facebook um, advertising itself. So if you have, for example, two different pictures, then just throw them in Facebook Ads Manager, use the same copy. This is really um, important with um, uh, A-B testing that you only use one variable that is different. Um, so you use the same copy, the same function title, the same call to action, but a different picture. You run the ad advertisement and you will immediately see after a couple of hours which one uh, works best. Yeah, so it's basically let the data decide what's the best picture instead of your gut, I think would be a good uh, summary of, uh, of that. Okay, now you've done the preparation, you've defined your target audience, um, you made your creative, you're almost ready to go and now you have to dive into Facebook Ads Manager. Um, that's actually the tool that Facebook is going to use or gonna, that you are going to use to set up your ads on Facebook. It's quite a complicated tool, um, but what's most important is to try and understand how Facebook actually sets up campaigns and how they look at it. And we call this the Holy Trinity. Um, I'm sure they call it that also. Um, and it's basically three levels. You have a top level, which is campaign. The level below is ad sets. And then the bottom level, that's your ad level. Um, so let's start with the top level. So campaign level is the beginning. Steph, what is all uh, measured and defined by the campaign level? Yeah. So at the campaign level, you have to choose your objective of your campaign. What do you want to make out of your campaign? For example, if you want uh, many clicks to your website, you will obviously choose traffic as an objective. But if you want to have conversions, then you will choose um, conversion as an objective. 
then underneath the campaign. Can I just, can I just yeah. interrupt there? Because I think sure. it's important. Um, um, the more you tell Facebook, the more you tell, explain to Facebook what it is you want, the better they will actually target their campaigns. So what Steph was explaining is it might sound counterintuitive from what you're used in other advertising possibilities, for instance, but the more you share with Facebook about what it is you want to do, the better Facebook will set up your campaign. So think hard and long about this, because that will also define everything which comes below, and that Steph is going to explain later. So your objective is really key on setting that up right. Yes. So, ad sets. Definitely. Um, in the ad sets sec section, there are several things that you have to define. First of all, your audience. You have to choose your region, your interest, which audience you're going to use. Everything to, um, to target the right audience for your vacancy. And then you can also choose the different channels, uh, plate, placements and platforms. Um, like we already said, it's not only Facebook, but it's also Instagram, Messenger and Audience Network. You have stories, you have feed. These are all the things that you have to define in your ad set level. And then the last thing that you have to define in the ad set level is your budget. Are you choosing for a lifetime budget or are you choosing for a daily budget? These are all the things that you need to set up um, for your budget. And what is important, you can also choose um, to set up a cost cap. For example, if you say like, okay, an application can cost us maximum 15 euros, that's also a thing that you can um, set up on the ad set level. And then underneath the ad set level, there you have the ads, and that is actually the thing that your audience will see. So you have to write your copy there, you have to choose, you have to upload your pictures, your video, you can make a carousel over there. Everything that the audience will see um, is in the ad level. Yeah, just to, to wrap up, when you go to ads managers, keep in mind for each campaign, you're going to have to define three things. At the campaign level, your objectives, then you define your different ad sets, and only at the end, you upload your ads and you link your ads um, as part of your total campaign. I know this sounds a bit confusing because you know, you're also listening to this and there's a lot of uh, explanations we give. But just remember, the Holy Trinity campaign, ad sets and ads at the end. And maybe just one more thing to add. Um, it's important that it's not a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Okay, so you true. can have um, several ad sets and several ads underneath one campaign. Because, of course, we're a fan of A-B testing. We test different audience, different channels, different budgeting, etc., etc. Now, you've set up your campaign, you're ready to start, but obviously you know how, you need to know how much money you're going to need to spend on reaching the right people because we've made that clear from the beginning. This is not about organic reach, right? This is about advertising. Now, let me just explain a bit about Facebook in general. Facebook as a platform is very well aware that on one hand, they obviously make money by selling advertising, right? But they also need to kind of keep their users happy. So what they don't want is to show um, not the right advertising to the wrong audience um, because that will kind of basically damage the user experience of people on the Facebook platform. That means they will spend less time on Facebook. That will means that Facebook is able to kind of sell less advertising to people. So this balance is very important and this is totally different than, for instance, buying advertising space on television. They don't care whether people like the advertising or not. In this case, Facebook really cares 
whether you are showing the right kind of advertising to the right target audience. And that's going to influence the price because they are talking about a bidding pricing model. Mm-hmm. So um, Facebook is actually a bidding platform. You're bidding against the competition of the audience that you want to reach. And this is important to keep in mind that it's um, that, that your competitor on Facebook is your competitor for your target audience and not for your company, as Mark already said in the beginning um, of this podcast. Almost the beginning. It was Almost kind of, it was the kind beginning. of towards All right. the middle. <laughs> Um, and then a second thing that is important and what also will define your cost is your performance of your ad account. Not only your ad account, but also your page performance. Um, the time that you interact with people when they ask you questions in the chat in Messenger. All those things are measured and Facebook is going to give you a rate, but it's a bit of a black box. Um, you don't know what your score is um, against other competitors. And because of this, because there's a black box, it's very important that you have the right measurement systems in place. Now, we're not going to be talking about that. We'll talk a little bit about data measurement in the um, in the next couple of minutes. But if you're really into kind of measuring your data, measuring the ROI, so the return on investment of your campaign, we have another podcast coming up on that, on data-driven recruitment. So listen to that uh, also. But uh, so wrapping up is um, there's no fixed price. That's important to understand. You're not going to be able to tell you in before your campaign starts. You will never know how much you're actually going to be paying, right? You can, of course, limit your budget. But in, in contrary to, for instance, a job board, where you know how much you're going to be paying for one month of visibility, you will not have that same certainty here on Facebook. So like Mark already mentioned, data is king. You need to have lots of data and how will you measure all these data points? The first thing that you need to install, and this is really important, is Google Analytics. Google Analytics is a piece of code that you have to install on your website so that... um, It's free, by the way. It's Yeah. It's totally free and I would recommend to do it right now if you don't have Google Analytics yet on your website so you can already measure um, some data points. Um, For example, how many visitors are there on your website? How long do, do they stay? Do they click a lot on your website before they find the right information? Everything is measured in Google Analytics. The second um, useful tool that you need is Google Tech Manager. Google Tech Manager is also free. (laughs) It's also from Google. Um, And this is actually um, a a software where you can easily set up. Well, easily. It's not that easily, but you don't need a developer to set it up. It's um, a tool where you can set up um, events. They events that you can fire on specific pages, on specific behaviors on your website. It sounds a bit technical, but um, just take a look at it, Google it, um, and you will immediately find Google Tech Manager. Very meta to Google, uh, Google <laughs> Tech Manager and Google Analytics, but that's the uh, that's the ubiquity of uh, of Google these days. Now, once you've done that, and once you've installed Google Tech Manager, then you can easily install what is called a Facebook Pixel, and the Facebook Pixel actually is a little piece of code from Facebook that will actually send back information to Facebook once people landed on your website. Now, um, again, as long as your cookie policy is in place, this is completely GDPR proof. So there's nothing shady or uh, or uh, dark uh, about this. Um, 
but it's very important to install that pixel because it actually will help you optimize the quality of your campaigns on Facebook. Um, might be a bit counterintuitive, what does that mean? Um, if Facebook, for instance, is able to actually track um, how long people stay onto your website, if they actually apply to your vacancy, that's very valuable information for Facebook to know because then they know that they're on the right track. If you actually, your objective of your campaign, for instance, was get conversions, make sure people apply on my website, Facebook can only do that if they're actually able to track what's happening on your website. So that's one thing why the Facebook Pixel is a good thing to install, but also it will help you to build and gather data for your next vacancy campaigns or for other campaigns you might be running because it will help you understand better what's happening on your website and will also give and share that insights with Facebook. Anything else you want to add on the Facebook Pixel, Steph? Yeah. Another advantage um, when you install the Facebook Pixel, you can also retarget your audience. For example, if you have lots of visitors to your uh, vacancy page, but you don't have much applications, then you still can retarget all those visitors with showing them advertisement of your job vacancy again. Um, and this is really important to um, make the most conversions out of your advertisement. I mean, you've all known the example of you've looked at something on Zalando or on Amazon and then you go onto another website and you see advertising for specifically that item you looked at, that's retargeting, and that you can also do um, for your vacancies. It's very powerful, but you need a pixel for that. Now, did we confuse the hell out of you with all these explanations? Apologies for that. That was really not what we meant to do, but... I do realize that it's kind of a complicated subject. Um, we have some interesting webinars and uh, white papers on our website. You can always have a look at that. But on top of that, we actually also built software to help you um, make this a lot easier. Steph, can you explain a bit about uh, how would you describe our software? <laughs> I would describe it as the following. So. Um, you can easily set up recruitment campaigns on Facebook and Instagram with our software without any marketing know-how. Exactly. Like our data point is saying, 93% of our users have no marketing experience and they still use our software. And just to be clear, there's nothing wrong with having no marketing experience with people. Um, <laughs> we still love you for that, especially if you use our software. So, um, so again, go to our website. You can get a free trial there. So this is the end of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to keep an eye on our socials. Um, we are hosting a lot of webinars. We have written a lot of white papers as well. Uh, you can check them out all on our uh, LinkedIn profile. And questions, please send us questions because the more questions we get, um, the more topics we can actually cover in the next uh, couple of podcasts. And also make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.